I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I want to welcome you to today's podcast and I'll be bringing inspiring words and teachings that will change your life forever and ever. Before I go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We adore you. We thank you for a wonderful day such as this. Lord, we are open to receive your engrafted word with faith and with meekness. And we know that our lives will never be the same again by reason of what we will hear. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So once again, welcome to today's podcast. And God has a word for you that will strengthen you and encourage you. And of course, enlighten you. Glory to Jesus. Have you, have you heard, um, there's a phrase, people say this, life is not a bed of roses. Life is not a bed of roses, right? And they are telling you um, there are so many challenges in life. There are so many things that you face in life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, it depends. That statement will be true depending on the perspective from which you are you're looking at it. Hallelujah. What are you looking at? That's the question. Hallelujah. What are you looking at? Where is your focus? The truth is, life could be a bed of roses. Hallelujah. What do you think about Jesus, the kind of life he lived when he was here on earth? You think Jesus was um, uh, like he was always worried, he was anxious, he was troubled? Nah. He lived a great life, a victorious life. Hallelujah. A victorious life. And in fact, he said, the Father gave me the power to lay down my life and to take it up again. No man can take it from me. Hallelujah. So he was in charge even of life. Nobody could kill him except when he accepted to die. Hallelujah. Nobody could kill him except when he he accepted to die. Hallelujah. I was listening to a dear man of God that was explaining the crucifixion of Jesus. And if you study, the Bible says he cried out with a loud voice and he gave up the ghost. He cried out with a loud voice. What did he say? We are not told. You know, another um, 
we have different accounts of, you know, the crucifixion. Another part said he said it is finished. But he didn't say that that was his last word per se. The Bible says he cried out with a loud voice. The, it is finished. Was it the last word? We don't know. But the Bible says he cried out with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Hallelujah. So the question is, what did he say? And if you study the crucifixion, by right, the time he died, he was not supposed to have died. When he died, he was not supposed to have died. And because, you know, uh, the weather was changing and, you know, different things were happening, the Roman soldiers came. Usually when they put those uh, the crucified people, it's, it's an agonizing way of dying because the person is there hanging. The person cannot die. Right? The person is hung like he's nailed on a cross and suspended up there. So they don't puncture any of your vital organs or anything like that. So the person is alive, but in agony. So it's like a, a, a serious, the person is going to die of severe torture. Your weight's pulling against a nail. The flesh can think about what that will do. But then the person's life is full inside of him. So Jesus was on that cross and there were two prisoners by his side. And because of the, uh, the change of the weather and everything, the soldiers decided to go and break the legs of the, uh, those that were crucified so that it will help them to die faster. But by the time they got there, Jesus was already dead and they were surprised. And that was why the soldier took that spear to pierce his side because he was already dead. Hallelujah. So even in death, Jesus was in charge. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If he wanted to come down from that cross, he would have been able to. Somebody suggested he, he, when he cried with a loud voice, he actually said, I die. And if you look at it, it is finished. That too, in a way, it's like that. I die. He accepted to die before he, he died. Nobody could kill him. Jesus was in charge. Hallelujah. And guess what? He wants us as his children to also be in charge. He wants us to also be in charge. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We must understand that Jesus didn't come to this world as, as God. He came as a man. Glory to Jesus. The Bible says, though he was God, he thought himself, he thought it not a robbery to be equal with God, yet made himself of no repute. Hallelujah. But he took on the fashion as of a man, common man. So he lived the life of a man, showing us an example to follow from. Hallelujah. So if Jesus was victorious every day of his life on earth, even in death he was victorious, we can be victorious too. Oh yes, we can be. We can live over and above. We can. Following his example. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We can be victorious. But you see, this is where the situation is. We live in a world where 
a devil exists. Many people like to pretend like there is no devil. You know, let's just leave. Let's, some even say, let's sleep in dogs' lie. If you leave the devil, don't talk about him. He will not talk about you. That's a lie. If you don't go for him, he's coming after you. In fact, he would prefer you believe that he doesn't exist. He would prefer that. So everything that happens, you know, people say, oh, this is mental, this. Mental. No, 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 we're dealing with demons here. We're dealing with demons. Hallelujah. We're dealing with demons. So he wants us. He wants us to see things with the eyes of the spirit, from the perspective of the spiritual. He wants us to see things from that perspective. One day Jesus was in the boat with his disciples. And the Bible says he was sleeping. Hallelujah. He was sleeping in the boat and the Bible says there was a storm. And the storm was so bad that water started filling up the boat. It was that bad. Jesus was sleeping and the disciples ran to him and cried out saying, Master, carry us down, not that we perish. Don't you care? We are dying. Hallelujah. When Jesus woke up, he wasn't looking at things from the physical realm. He was seeing through the eyes of the spirit. He saw that it was the devil who had tried to engineer that storm to stop him from embarking on the mission. They are going for Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I love Jesus. The Bible says he's, he commanded the winds and the waves. He said, peace, be still. And everything became calm. Hallelujah. Glory to I say he was in charge. He was in charge. He was in charge. Well, see, when we talk about you being in charge, that doesn't mean things won't happen. That doesn't mean you won't face situations and circumstances. No. But you live over and above. You don't let them stop you from being who God has said you will be. Hallelujah. You just keep pushing. You just keep going. Being who God has declared you to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why he said in the book of James chapter 1 and verse 2. He said, my brethren, count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you go through diverse tests, count it all joy. For the trial of your faith worketh patience. It's a test of your faith. Hallelujah. See, let me tell you what. The challenges that you face, the purpose of those challenges is to derail you. Hallelujah. From the track of your destiny, to derail you from that track. It's a distraction. To derail you from the track. That's why I said from the beginning, it depends on what you are looking at. Here was Peter in the boat, and Jesus was walking to them on the sea. And Peter saw him, they were all terrified, they were scared. And Jesus said, Don't be afraid, it is I. Peter said, Oh, Master, if it's you, command me to come on the water. Jesus said, By all means, come. And he stepped out of the boat and was walking, face focusing on Jesus. While his focus was on Jesus, he was walking on the water. 
But then the challenges of life, the winds and the waves, the boisterous waves began to blow and he began to feel them. And for a second, he took his attention away from the master and began to look at the waves and fear set in and he began to drown. Hallelujah. It depends on what you are looking at. Life could actually be a bed of roses. It depends on what you are looking at. You can be in charge every day of your life depending on what you're looking at. Hallelujah. So the challenges are not there to destroy you but to restore you. Do you understand? They are not there to, to finish you but they are there to furnish you, to help you, to equip you. That's what they are there for. If you look at it from the right perspective, hallelujah, glory to God. If you look at things from the right perspective, brother, sister, oh my God, glory to God. Do you know that trouble can be a sign too? Sometimes when we're looking for signs from God, we're looking for something happening better in your life and stuff like that. Do you know that sometimes after praying and fasting, things will go worse? It's a sign. Because the devil is mad. You've accomplished something in the spirit, so he's mad. So he will do that to try to make you doubt the efficacy of your fast and your prayer. But he said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt. Shall not doubt. Shall not doubt. Irrespective of the winds and the waves. Shall not doubt. Irrespective of the news that comes to your ears. Shall not doubt. But shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Hallelujah. Glory to God, whosoever, whosoever. Let me tell you, it's for every one of us, every believer. Hallelujah. Your name is whosoever. You are included in whosoever. Jesus said, whosoever. Somebody might say, oh, pastor, I'm not anointed like that. My anointing is I'm getting, no, 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 no. He didn't say it for anybody who's, an, it's, it's whosoever. Everyone who is born again, everyone who believes in Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So life could be a bed of roses depending on your view, your perspective, what you are focusing on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What is your focus? Hallelujah. If you see in 2 Corinthians, Chapter 4 and verse 16. Let's go there. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I feel the power of God. Oh, glory to God. He said, for which cause we faint not, though our outward man perish. Why is he saying though our outward man perish? There will be things in the external that will try to affect you from outside. There will be situations and circumstances trying to affect you from the outside. That's why it says, though our outward man perish, 
The inward man is renewed day by day. My God, my God, my God. You are being renewed on the inside. Then he goes on to tell you, he says, for our light affliction, that thing that you are going through, that challenge, that test, that trial, he calls it a light affliction. In other words, it's a small thing. You think it's a big deal, but he says it's a small thing. It's a small thing. It's a small thing. He says, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. It's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Glory to God. That challenge you are, you are facing, I told you it could be a sign. The fact that you are going through that thing now, it means something bigger and better is coming. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Joseph was the second to last son of his father. His father had 12 of them. And he was at the 11th position. But because of what he went through, he received the right of the firstborn. Hallelujah. Because of what his brothers did to him. He received the right of the firstborn and he got a double portion of the inheritance because of what he went through. Hallelujah. So what you go through can be a sign of something better that God is bringing to you. But he tells us in verse 18, he says, this can only happen while we look not at the things which are seen. Life can be a bed of roses if you don't focus on the physical things that you see, the challenges, the things that you are going through, the small things that are going on around. If that is your focus, then you will drown in the sea of life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If that's your focus, you are going down. If that is your focus, but he says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen. Look at that thing that God has promised you that you've not seen manifested yet, but you can see it with the eyes of your spirit. You look with the eyes of your spirit and you see it. God said this to me and I believe it and that settles. It doesn't matter what I'm seeing right now. I know what God told me and I know that God cannot lie. I know that what God has said will eventually come to pass. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's your confidence. He says, why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. And he says, for the things which are seen are temporal. Do you know what he means by that? They are not real. Do you understand? They are not real. If you want to build a house, in a desert, you don't use ice. Praise God. You don't use ice to build a house in a desert where there's sun and it's hot. Praise the Lord. Temporarily, it might stand. Hallelujah. But before you know it, it's going to melt away. 
Do you understand? The eyes in the desert or in a hot place like that, it could work temporarily, but it's not going to work permanently. Hallelujah. So that thing that you are facing now, eyes could be very solid. If you hit your head on eyes, it could open your skull. It's very solid. But guess what? It's temporal. It's temporal. It's not going to last too long. Very soon, the heat of life will melt it away. Glory to God. He says the things which are seen are temporal. It's going to melt away very soon. But then he says, but the things which are not seen, they are eternal. Hallelujah. The things which are not seen are eternal. So what should we be looking at? The physical thing that will melt away very soon. Or the one that is going to be there forever and ever. It depends on what you're looking at. Life could be a bed of roses. It depends on what you're looking at. Glory to Jesus. What are you looking at? Open your Bible to the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 2. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. I love this. I love this. It says looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. Endured the cross. He endured. Was it painful? Yes, it was painful. But he wasn't focusing on the present situation. Look at it. Despising the shame. Do you know that the films, the movies, they don't really depict what happened on the cross? He was naked on that cross. He was stuck naked on the cross. Do you understand? In the movies, they try to use something to cover the lower part. No, he was naked. You can imagine the shame. Do you understand? If he had um, some kind of pants on or something like that, that wouldn't be that shameful because, I mean, people go to the beaches like that. But he was stuck naked on that cross. Imagine the shame. But the Bible says he, he didn't focus on, he says despising the shame. He didn't look at the shame. Say, but now he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. His eyes were always on where he was going. His eyes were on the destination. So he wasn't bothered about the present situation. He wasn't bothered about the circumstances. He wasn't bothered about the pain or the shame. Because he was focusing on where he was going. Hallelujah. So he said we should look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. If he did it, we can do it. Hallelujah. He should be our example. Looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So every day, doesn't matter what challenges come your way, you say it out with your mind, I refuse to focus on this. I refuse to focus. My eyes are on Jesus. My eyes are on Jesus. Glory to God. My eyes are on Jesus. Glory to Jesus. My eyes are on you, Lord. My eyes are on Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what you say. No matter what you hear. Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. 
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee. Thou keep him in perfect peace. Hallelujah. In the Hebrew translation, the Hebrew of this, what you have there actually is shalom, shalom. When you see perfect peace, there is shalom, shalom. I believe the writer is trying to reemphasize the peace here. Shalom, shalom, like real peace. Peace, peace. Do you understand? For real, for real kind of thing, you know? Hallelujah. That will keep him in perfect peace, in real peace. Whose mind is stayed on him? That's what I'm talking about, your focus. Where is your focus? He says, because he trusted in him. When your focus is on the Lord, it's a sign that you trust in him. Hallelujah. So you don't talk about your situation. Rather, if you must talk, you talk to the situation. You are addressing that situation. Hallelujah. Like Jesus did. He spoke to the winds and the waves. He says, peace be still. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Are you going through certain things right now? Because, you know, you embarked on some spiritual exercises. I've had people that told me, say, Pastor, every time I pray, after prayer, something happens. It's a test of your faith. Don't stop praying because of that. How come the things happen because you prayed? When you were not praying, everything was just fine. The devil didn't think he needed to test you. Hallelujah. But when you began praying and causing changes in the realm of the spirit, it's as if all hell was let loose on you. Hallelujah. Don't stop. Keep pushing. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep going. Don't stop. Hallelujah. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. You are doing something that is working. Hallelujah. And I've told you before that nobody goes to rob an, an empty house. Do you understand? Robbers don't rob empty houses. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. It's a waste of everything. They don't rob empty houses. They only go to places that have something. Hallelujah. They only go to places that have something. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So from today, let there be a change of mentality. Don't focus on what you're going through. Focus on where you are going to. Hallelujah. Focus on the destination. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you are going through right now. See, everything I face in my life, every test, to me is a, a testimony. Hallelujah. Every test, I, I love it when test comes. Hallelujah. Because I know it's a testimony. I'm going to testify about it. Glory to God. I will testify about it for sure. When the devil starts messing, God starts blessing for sure. Glory to God. When the devil starts messing, God starts blessing. It's like that. It's like that. As long as you focus on God. Hallelujah. See, we that are born again, 
It's not like trouble won't come. Trouble will come. It will come. It will come for everyone. The Bible talks about the days of Jacob's trouble. It will come for everyone. If your day has not come, it is coming. Everybody will face challenges. Hallelujah. But for us that are born again, our challenges will draw us even closer to God. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good, including the situations and circumstances. They work for good for us. It says for those who are born, that are called according to his purpose. To those that love him and are called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. But not so for the world. For the world, the challenges that come, comes to bring them down. Comes to take them further away from God. But that's not our case. So when you see something like that, rejoice. It means you are getting closer to God. You're getting one step closer to destiny and your destination. You're getting one step closer. Things are getting better. Hallelujah. The Bible says the path of the just is as the shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. It can only get better. Do you understand? Everything that has happens in the life of a believer happens to make things one step better. Hallelujah. And I've said this before. Your temporary setback, that seeming, that seeming setback, it's God set up for a great comeback. Hallelujah. That temporary setback that you faced is God set up for a great comeback. Glory to God. You are coming back stronger. Oh, yes, you are. Hallelujah. I told you, I said you are a seed. Hallelujah. You are a seed. When people want to get rid of things, they bury them. Do you understand? They bury them. So they thought they were getting rid of you and they buried you in the sand not knowing you were a seed. If a stone is buried, it stays in that place. It never comes out except somebody goes there to dig it out. But brother, sister, you are a seed. You don't need nobody to dig you out. Let them just put you in there. There is something inside of you. My God, my God. It is said that once a seed is planted, Energy is activated in that seed and it begins to attract nutrients from the ground towards it. It begins to attract nutrients from the ground and before long there is a vibration in the seed and an explosion happens that causes it to germinate. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So they thought they were burying you. They thought it was over, but they didn't know you were a seed. Right in there, you begin to germinate and you keep being grow, grow, grow until you come out of the soil. And guess what? They buried you as a seed, but you came out as a tree. And glory to God, you are going to produce many more seeds and fruits. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So your latter state becomes better than your past. That's why the Bible says the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Glory to God. Let them bury you all they want. You are coming out greater. You are coming out stronger. You are coming out wiser. You are coming out better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, you are. It's only a matter of time. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, you are a winner. You are in the winning team. 
It doesn't matter how it happens. In the end, you win. Glory to Jesus. In the end, it doesn't matter how it happens. In the end, you win. Glory to God. Win is your game. Hallelujah. That's your game. Glory to Jesus. Winning is your game. You always win. Do you understand? If you have not won, it means the match is not over. Glory to God. Do you understand? If you have not won, the match ain't over. Because when it ends, when the door settles, you will remain standing. Glory to God. The Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, I'm telling you, who, who can stand against you? Nobody. Do you understand? So your focus really, really matters. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Are you looking at the situation, the circumstances you are going through? Or you're looking at the glory that you are going to? What is your focus? What is your focus? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your people. Thank you for your word that you've brought to them. Indeed, the entrance of your word has brought light to their spirits. Yes, now they know, hey, that it doesn't matter what happens. They focus on what you have said and what you are doing. Because your word is infallible. Thank you, Father. Because your word is producing fruits in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm very sure you've been blessed by that word. I'm sure you've been inspired by that word. From now on, you are going to focus on what God is doing and where he's taking you to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. I'm going to come to you again with more inspiring words and teachings that will change your life forever. Until I come your way again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.